Hey, I'm Ryan. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen you earlier today. Now, yeah, let's, we saw each other twice this weekend. Let's, Both social distancing. Yep, let's say we did social distance, though. We didn't, like, hold hands today. Yeah. Um, it was hard. I wanted to. It was difficult. To. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted to as well. Um, but we didn't, so that was good on us. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we just went out to a park because we all just needed fresh air. So Yeah, we, we went to our nice – because our walking trails are open here. So we yeah. went to the walking trail. You stood in front of me or in behind me, and I just kind of looked back and talked to you. Yeah, it was kind of fun. And then yesterday, um, you went out and supported my in-laws because they have a movie theater that's closed right now, and we had a few hours of curbside popcorn pickup. And yeah, um, you know, you hear all this bad stuff about going on right now. All these idiots that are protesting and the stupid people going to um, the beaches in California, and these governors that don't care about the lives of any of their constituents. But you see something, and like that's a macro level. You see something on a micro level in our town, and they made so much money and they had an that's good hour wait people were waiting an hour for the popcorn now the popcorn is great it's really good popcorn but it's not worth an hour it was no. more just you know they're supporting because small they business. Ate, yeah and the theater is a decatur institution so. it really is um it, it's really good to see you know i mean the popcorn is great like you said don't get me wrong I would never wait an hour, an hour for popcorn, no matter what, unless it was for something like this. It was for a really good cause. This was. Yeah. Um, now we got there super early, uh, technically <laughs> I, before I you guys opened. You're early. <laughs> yeah, technically we got there before you guys even opened, so I was able to get the popcorn before most anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, but that does kind of lead us to our topic for today. We're gonna we're gonna take a hard left for an episode. Yeah, we're not going to be as goofy. We're not going to do something that's funny. Like last episode, I love talking about it. We talked oh, about Jim yeah. Prada. You know, we've been talking about how Mickey Mouse is a dystopian nightmare mm-hmm. and um, the all the like different OSHA uh, guidelines that Star Wars and Lord of the Rings have failed, everything like that. But today, you know, we are in the middle of this corona outbreak. Um, we have been quarantined for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in Illinois, so we have over a month to go, at least. At least. So um, it's not ending anytime soon. But the thing that I kind of want to do is I've been really noticing how uh, different kind of entertainment has become therapeutic for different people. Right. And it's different for everybody. But if I've talked to a lot of my friends and I'm on a lot of boards and pages that do entertainment stuff, and all of them are talking about they're going back to their comfort stuff. Um, If you're really into music, you might not be listening to the new music. You might be pulling out those albums that you heard when you were in high school, in college, in junior high, you know, when you really cared about music for me, you know, it's because it's also because my younger daughters discovered Nirvana. So we've been listening (laughs) to a lot of Nirvana. Uh, For me, music ended in around, around the turn of the century. I mean, around 2000 was the last I really listened to music. And I yeah, have found too. myself, you know, popping up a Spotify playlist or something and and listening to some music from about that time. Yeah. I'm going to listen to Weezer. I'm going to listen to Green Day, Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. Ben Folds, you know, all of my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing a thing because I'm a teacher, so I'm home with my kids and they're doing homeschool. <laughs> you might be home I'm a lot tra- longer after Pritzker's announcement today. Yeah. He said to prepare yes, for e-learning in the fall. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
So, woo! Um, but, so I've been homeschooling them, and the thing that we do is we try to keep a schedule every day. Mm-hmm. So I get them up at the same time, and they work on their stuff, and I help them with their stuff. And then usually by noon, they're done. And what we've been doing is every day, we have been watching a movie, and we talk about it. And I've done themes. Um, we watched a lot of... Um, Wes Anderson stuff. Like I showed the Moonrise Kingdom because I thought they'd like it because it's got kids in it and it's a wonderful, cute little movie. So they really like that. So I'm like, okay. So then I showed them Rushmore. My older kid really liked it. Younger one, you know, it was a little, it's a little, little tough for the younger one. Yeah, but that was fine. And then we watched, um, what was it? oh, um, Grand Budapest Hotel, and they both really liked that one. So honestly, my favorite uh, of his movies. Yeah, my my favorite still Royal Tenenbaums, and we've seen that one. Before. Oh, Royal Tenenbaums is fantastic as well. Yeah. Can't go wrong with either one. Well, yeah, so um, that's what we're doing. And, like, it's really this thing that I'm enjoying. You know, I, I look forward to every day when we get to sit down. Uh, unfortunately, my wife is at work because she's with the park district, so she's sanitizing stuff and helping out wherever she can. So it's just my girls and I. And I honestly look forward to that every day. You know, it's one of those things that, yeah, this whole thing kind of sucks. Rather be at school, we'd rather be, you know, seeing the friends, but just to be able to sit down and um, we're starting on the Coens now. So we just watched oh, Raising yeah. Arizona and <laughs> they loved Raising Arizona and just watching it through those fresh eyes. And yeah. um, we did a thing on the weekend on Disney Plus. We did sports movies. Yeah. Uh, we watched a lot of them. We watched The Rookie. We watched Remember the Titans. We watched um, Invincible, Miracle cool runnings, the game plan. And like we had our thing where we had to vote on stuff. Who was the best actor? Who was the best actress? And it's just one of those things that in these last two months now, mm-hmm. I've, bar- I've barely watched anything new. Um, I yeah. did watch extraction because it looked cool and I'm a action junkie. Right. There's a lot of movies that I've, I haven't seen yet. That's out there now. I could see the lighthouse. I know it's probably really good. I could watch girl, the portrait of the girl on fire. I know that's probably really good, but right now neither of those sound appealing at all to me because I want something. I know I want to watch something that I'm like, I remember seeing this in the theater with my wife when we were dating in high school, or I remember going to see this with my dad when I was in junior high, or I just love this movie. I can watch this over and over. So I've been watching stuff like that. Yeah. I, you know, it makes perfect sense. Um, my work schedule has been weird. Like my life schedule is weird. I work at a hospital. And so it's, it's very strange for me because we had all of a sudden, obviously we're essential employees. And then all of a sudden we had two weeks where we had to work remote and two weeks where we're back. And then we had to take a vacation day and then we had to, and now everything's kind of getting back to quote unquote normal for us. We're all back at the hospital. We're all working again. Um, so it, it's been rough for me to find that routine, um, and I won't lie, it's been stressful, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you're right, I, I'm finding myself, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I jumped on the Joe Exotic bandwagon. Oh yeah, I watched, I watched that. I jumped on a couple other things, I'm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm watching for the first time through Superstore, I've never mm-hmm. seen it before, but all told, I mean... You're right. It's comfort stuff. It's stuff that you have done in the past that's just, you know what? I just need to feel some sense of normalcy. 
Yeah. And for me, the normal stuff is is not anything generally speaking new. I mean, there is some exceptions. Onward was out. Onward came out on Disney Plus. I watched mm-hmm. that, but you know, we, we saw that in the theater before. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Like, right before, though. Exactly. Um, but on the whole, if I'm turning on Netflix or Hulu or something, I'm turning on something that I'm I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been listening to books on audiobook a lot when I'm at work. I'll just you know I'll listen to my audiobooks some mm-hmm. just to calm me down or, or de-stress or whatever. And even there, I'm finding myself you know, listening to book series is that I'm into already, like a series that I'm in already. I'm not grabbing a new book. It may be a new book in that series, like Dresden Files, but... I, I actually started rereading yeah. that. So it may be a new book in that series, but it's not like I'm going out and, and grabbing a book that I've never had an experience with before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing a lot of role-playing games online. You know, I've got three D&D groups that I play with, and we play on Roll20. And that, yeah. to me, is is oddly both uh, satisfying and at the same time uh, kind of depressing in some ways because you're used to having those guys sitting around the table with you. And, you know, I could look to my left and goof off with this person or look to the right and goof off with that person. And and now we're on video screens like this, you know, even doing yeah. this podcast. I'm used to you sitting in that chair right there and I'm sitting in this chair and we just talk. Yeah, because it was an excuse for us to hang out. Yeah. We'd always get supper. Our um, daughters all played well together. Yeah. Our wives would talk and it was... It was a fun hangout night because we'd yeah. get over there in the middle of the afternoon. We'd stay until we put the kids to sleep. Yeah. Um, but instead of that, now we're doing it this way. In some ways, it's allowed us to do stuff like this more often because mm-hmm. we're not constantly going. Like, you don't have track going on. Well, thank God. I don't have soccer. Um, and theater was in the middle of all that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's... This weekend, I was supposed to be at our at our big tournament over in Indiana, which, fittingly, every time we've gone to a tournament in Indiana, it's been pouring down rain. Yeah, and what did it do yesterday? yesterday? It was pouring down rain. So it would have made perfect sense for us to be in Terre Haute and just being so, sopping wet. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where I, I miss that aspect of my life. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love coaching soccer and the girls that I coach – really have become part of my family. You know, I love those girls mm-hmm. like my own kid. But at the same time, it's nice to be able to sit down and kind of enjoy the things like this that we don't get to do all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned introducing your kids to movies and things like that that are that you're familiar with, that you've enjoyed. Um, Bree is upstairs right now wat- watching... Um, it's it's titled "This Is Not Wicked the Musical." <laughs> it's Wicked okay. the Musical. Somebody's recorded it from their cell phone, but it's yeah. on YouTube, and so she's upstairs watching that right now. Oh um, yeah, we've been watching because like, and this is the other thing that I wanted to talk about too was so many of the entertainment people like. There's all these people like the um, entertainers aren't the important people, the sports people aren't the important people. It's the people doing this. Yes, that's true, but also the entertainment people have been really good. Andrew Lloyd Webber every week puts mm-hmm. a show out on um, YouTube. Every week, my yeah. family all together has sat down and watched it. We watched Joseph. We watched Phantoms. We watched both of them because they did the sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's no um, sequel. I love yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. There's only been one Phantom. 
Yeah, they did Jesus Christ Superstar, which was great. Like I, I love never Jesus seen Christ that one Superstar, before. and we watched that. And then the thing that I was really impressed with was last Friday, Thursday, I think it was on. It was either Thursday or Friday. Disney had this single. Oh yeah, and it was just an hour, and it was really crappily done. It was just <laughs> yeah, people really. on YouTube on Zoom just singing Disney songs. That was probably the happiest oh. my kids were a week. Although, let's be fair. I mean, most of it honestly wasn't great. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't great. But let's be honest. Uh, Donny Osmond still can do Make a Man Out of You. Oh, yeah. I mean, he can still well, knock I mean, that like, out. It, it was, I would never watch it usually. Right. That You know, if you said, hey, there's going to be people in front of their computer singing Disney songs for 42 minutes, I would be like, <laughs> nah, I'm good. No. Not whatsoever, but, uh, you know, it was you one of those things, and we watched it. You don't and, want me to sit here and sing, you know, some Disney songs to you right now? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. But, you know, we did it, and the kids had a great time. I had a great time. We sang yeah. some of the songs. Of course. You know, we sang along. And, yeah, Disney is a giant corporation or anything like that, but it's also really important to all kids, and it yeah. made them feel like – what was going on was normal. Hey, yeah, everybody's going through this. Let's sing some stuff from Mulan. Yeah. You know, and, and also, I don't know if you follow LeVar Burton on Twitter at all or not, but mm-hmm. three times a week, he does a live LeVar Burton read. And yeah. one, one night a week, it's for, like, small kids. One night a week, it's for young adults. And one night a week, it's for adults. And it's really kind of cool to, to, to see him do that because – you know, he doesn't. It's just a short story for each of the sec, each of the groups, um, but he doesn't have to do that. He just gets on and does it. For anybody who likes the classic stuff, uh, I think it's every day. Uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart reads a sonnet from yeah. Shakespeare, and so yeah, um, it's interesting to watch. You know, these these celebrities who are kind of stepping it up a little bit. Yeah, Mo Williams is um, drawing every day yeah, and doing, doing his stories and. What did Neil Gaiman do? He did something. Neil Gaiman did something. One of the cool things Neil Neil Gaiman did was, uh, and it ties into LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton actually does have a podcast called LeVar Burton Reads, and it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, and he gave them all yeah. the rights to all of Yeah. LeVar Burton tweeted out something about, man, I'd like to do these books for Neil Gaiman. And Neil Gaiman replied back and said, you have, right, you have all the rights to all of my books. You can do any of my books you want. And I was like, holy crap, that's pretty awesome. I mean... You know, Jordy LaForge. Yeah. And, you know, it's just stuff like that, that this is the stuff that is helping because this is a weird time for everybody, especially for our kids. I feel bad for our kids. They oh, don't get to see their friends. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's one thing for me, but I'm not the most social person. I have a few good friends. You know, I hang out with you, yeah. hang out with my friend Nick, hang out with Mike and Neil and Ben, but you know, there's not many people I hang out with much. I'm friendly with a lot of people, but I am a homebody and everything like that. This isn't that hard for me in that kind of sense, but it is for the kids. And just being able to see that is really, I think, helpful. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, um, there's, there's nothing we can do about that for the kids. Like I, I constantly ask Bree if she's all right, you know, if she's stressed, if there's anything I can do for her. Uh, you know, I can't replicate that interaction she gets with friends. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's kind of, for, you know, for her, she's delved more into her artwork. Uh, 
and she's doing more artistic stuff, which is cool for her. Um, <clears throat> she also has has delved into Nintendo games, so mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. And I think that touches on something else too, because you know, you look at entertainment. I have I have taken the chance to jump into some PlayStation games. You know, mm-hmm. you got me Uncharted Four literally the day this all started. <laughs> yep, that was the last thing I did. <laughs> exactly, and um, so I played that through. And Amazon had Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 for like 15 bucks, so I bought those. I'm playing those like a, through. And then a week later, they had oh, it for free. Yeah, assholes. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I've got that. I've got to finish The Outer Worlds, which I think I'm relatively close to finishing. But I'm mm-hmm. finding myself in back into video games. I'm on consoles, you know. I'll yeah. sit in the living room, I'll pull up Uncharted, and I'll play it. Uncharted yeah. 1 is painful. After having played 4 first, I shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure it's fun. And it's funny because kind of going with the I'm introducing my kids to the movies I really like. I'm doing the same thing with games. So uh, with my older daughter, we played through the first Bioshock. It's still great. It's still wonderful. Yeah. That story's still awesome. We're on the third one now. I got the uh, Uncharted series like a month before it got free. I'm playing the first one with my younger daughter. The second one with my older daughter. Yeah. And, you know, I'm laying those through. And, again, it's this comfort food. I know what this is. It makes me happy. I remember when it did, and I'm playing it. So, you know, it's the same sort of thing with the movies I was talking about is with the games. You know, I'm not really playing something new. I'm playing – I'm buying all these collections. I just bought Fallout 4 because I've never played it. And, you know, living in a dystopian wasteland sounded like fun at the time. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to jump into Fallout, you know – it's it's not Fallout Four. It's it's Fallout Next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I am. I've even pulled out some of my old Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games over here, and I'm playing mm-hmm. the old Batman games that I've I've played through all of them. Yeah, I actually bought those on a super sale on play like the remastered ones on PlayStation yeah. Four. I've been playing those. Yeah. Um, another movie that I just watched. I just brought out because I'm a huge movie nerd. I have like a thousand movies downstairs. If you ever see my library, I oh, just yeah. have literally shelves of DVDs and mm-hmm. Blu-rays. Um, I found Mask of the Phantasm and I watched that with my girls. Oh, that's a great one. Love that movie. It's yeah. still great. I um I am Bree and I are starting to watch Avatar the Last Airbender. Which I've, I've already seen. It's fantastic. I love uh-huh. it. So I'm introducing it to her, you know, and she's enjoying it. Um mm-hmm. It's just, to me, it's very interesting because, you know, when when you brought up this topic, I started to really pay attention to what am I doing? And you're right. I am finding myself watching and playing and doing the things that are familiar to me, the things that I've done in the past. It's not so much me doing something new, you know? It's, It's things that are making me comfortable. Yeah, like I said, I'll watch The Lighthouse, I'll watch Portrait with the Lady on Fire, I'll watch Stuber, I'll watch all these things I, I haven't seen. Not now. Right now, I'm going to watch Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, it's going to be, you know, this week I'll probably watch, I, I just, I've been having a hankering for re-watching The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably pop those in one night this week and start watching them. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, you know, I'm kind of selfish with this, because like I said, yeah, I don't want this. I miss seeing my family. Oh, yeah. I miss giving people hugs. I miss I miss my students, you know, and mm-hmm. I miss my kids being able to go out. But I'm also kind of enjoying it because my 
older daughter's getting older. She's 13. You know, yesterday she was out doing that. She was helping work, you know, she was doing everything and she just looks so old. And I'm like, I know after this is over, I'm never going to get something like this again. You know, no. she's going to be with her friends. She's not going to be home all the time. So I'm selfishly enjoying spending every night with both my girls watching movies that I like watching, talking to them, playing with them. We are just outside for an hour and a half hanging out. And, you know, after this is over, I'm probably it's never going to be like this again because I know they're getting older. Yeah, you know, um, this is a thankfully once in a lifetime experience. I hope. Yes. Um, I honestly hope we never see this again in my lifetime. I hope the kids don't see it in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I never expected it to see it in mine. So, you know, selfishly, I I look at the way Bree and I are able to, to kind of bond over some of these movies and games that we're playing together, and it is kind of nice. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I miss Wednesday night game nights at the Hungry Hippo board game cafe. Um, I miss, you know, D&D every other Saturday at, at Chris's house, you know, and we'd, we'd throw up some Dwarven Forge tiles and play. I miss those things. But I'll get them again. I know those things will still be there. But this is the first time in maybe six years where I haven't been running, running, running and I'm able to spend time with Bree not doing everything else. Exactly. And it's kind of nice in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, I love watching my kids do their stuff. I love watching them run. I love play, watching them play instruments, be in musicals, whatever they're doing. I love doing it. I will take them there. I love you know the little time I get to talk with them in the car ride back and forth because you get them then. But yeah, it is nice that just we go home. We got to ride our bikes in the front of the house today. We, you know, have played mm-hmm. board games, mm-hmm. just, you know, the movies and everything like that. And just here is quality time with my girls, with my wife, you know, with everybody. And it's just, you know, I thought, oh, my God, we're going to kill each other. And everything like that. <laughs> it's actually been pretty nice. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely taking some getting used to. Um, I think. Some people are finding their rhythm, finally. I think mm-hmm. for some people, they're never going to find the rhythm in this, honestly. I yeah. think they're never going to be able to let go of what it was two, three months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, my neighbors are still getting together every Saturday and Sunday with 10 to 12 people at their house. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm hopeful that nothing happens to them. But at the same time, I'm just like, guys, come on. I want to get out there, too. <laughs> but... For the sake of my family, for the sake of the people I work with at the hospital, I can't be out in things like that. You know, I mm-hmm. can't. I can't risk, you know, a potential infection of any sort. Yeah, because um, I mean, we're from a smaller town. We don't yeah. really have that big of an issue with it. Hundred and fourteen or something like that in Macon County yeah. now. And I'm not really worried about getting it. For me, it's just I don't want to take the chance. If I did, I'd feel horrible about it. You know, I'm not worried about getting it, but I'm just being cautious because I don't want to give it to anybody else. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, it's it's definitely something I'm ready. To, you know, we hear people talk about getting back to, to normal. I don't know if I want to get back to normal. I want to start a new normal when this is mm-hmm. all over, you know, and because normal for me was was running so much that my head was spinning. I wasn't getting quality time with the kids. I don't want that again. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be, I want the kids to be involved in all their things, 
but I want to have that quality time with them too. So yes. I think this is going to change my perception of of what normal is when this is all over. Mm -hmm. And we're very lucky because we are from a smaller town. We don't know people dying. You know, it's not like New York where there's just, you know, or Chicago where you probably know three or four people that's at it, you know. Yeah. We're not in that community. We're lucky. You know, we're stuck inside. I'd rather be outside. But like I said, I'm trying to just look on the positive and it is a scary time. And that's why for me, what's really important is pop culture is entertainment. You know, mm -hmm. I love sports, although I have been watching some sports on YouTube. Um, thankfully, the last dance that ESPN documentary is on. I've been watching that. But like. I'm missing new movies? Yeah, definitely. Do I want to see Black Widow next week when it's supposed to come out? Yes. Um, am I? Did I miss seeing the Bond movie in Quiet Place? Yeah. But right now I am falling back into those movies that just bring me joy. Is is Black Widow the first Marvel movie post-Endgame? No, that was Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. That's right. There was this is actually a prequel. Anyway. Yeah, I know, but... The first, oh, post, yeah. post the actual movie itself. Yes, this will be after Spider-Man. Spider-Man was released right after and right. this. That's right. I forgot about Spider-Man coming out. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I do miss going to the movie theaters and watching those things, but like we've talked about, there is a comfort in watching what we know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if anybody that's listening to this wants to see some of the stuff I've been watching, um, I'm on Letterboxd. It's an app. It's a great app. I rate everything I watch watch and log it and everything like that uh, my name is geeky teach 81 you know look at some of the stuff i've been watching if something sounds good watch it i even you know you'll be able to find a list because i teach 17 18 year old juniors and seniors in high school and i teach a film business kind of class where we i teach them how to edit and market and do all this stuff as an entrepreneur because you have to know how to do video stuff now to run a business or brand a business or anything so mm -hmm. Um, they're like, hey, I got all this time. What's some movies I should watch? I put 50 movies that I really enjoy on this list, and I just tell them, hey, watch this. And a lot of the students are writing me on Classroom or texting me or finding me on Facebook. It's like, hey, I watched this movie. I thought it was really good. Why did you put this one on? Oh, that's horrible. You know, all this kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, Letterboxd, I love it. I rank all my movies because I'm that kind of nerd, and I've been putting all the movies that I've been watching with my daughters. And um, a lot of times I make them write an essay about it. You know, what this, what the ending of this movie mean? Um, compare this movie to this movie. What did you think of this director versus this director? And we talk about stuff like that and everything like that. So, um, like I said, I look forward to that and I wouldn't, you know, get rid of these days that I've gotten to do this with the kids for anything. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, for me, like I said, it's, it's finding what's comfortable Finding what kind of gives me some sort of a a balance, finding a a rhythm, and that's not been easy. But you know, it's 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 the things that I'm used to. You know, uh, the, one of the D and D campaigns I'm running is is a set of the books that got me into fantasy to begin with. I'm, I'm running a D and D campaign based on Dragonlance. Mm -hmm. Those are the books. I mean, everybody, lots of people get in with with Tolkien or something like that. For me, it was Dragonlance, and so I'm running a campaign. Based in Dragonlance. Mm -hmm. And then I'm playing just in a standard D&D game. And then I'm playing in a D&D game where a guy is basically building the entire world himself. So for me, 
my comfort falls there. You know, my comfort is in that fantasy realm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know what's going on there. I'm comfortable there. I've been, I mean, I've been playing D and D since I was 16. I'm 41 yeah. now, you know? Um, so I would hate to guess how many books on D and D I have. Um, but that's what's, that's, what's helping me. You know, the movies are helping some, but in some ways, when I get home at the end of the day, you know, I just want to, I just want to veg out. I'm just mm-hmm. done. Um, and so I find my, my escape into video games and, and, and role-playing games. Yeah, definitely. It's just whatever yeah. brought you joy. And like, I think it's also at that period where you're, like I said, like junior high and high school. Yeah. Um, a lot of the movies I'm watching, that's when it is. Um, I just, because True Lies hasn't been on digital, it's not on Blu-ray, so I haven't seen this movie in years. Mm-hmm. And it was on HBO Go. I'm like, I want to watch that. That movie came out when I was 13. Yeah, I'm watching it again. Um, Demolition Man is another movie that I've been watching. Mask of the Phantasm. Um, a lot of stuff from when I was in high school, like Pleasantville we watched. Um you know, Cohen Brothers, that's when I discovered them was in high school. When I discovered Royal Ten Bombs and Rushmore, I was in college. You know, that period of time, uh, you know, 99 is one of the best movie years ever. It's not just because I was in that impressionable age at that time. Oh, no. But it was also because that was, I was in an impressionable age. Yeah. I have been, um, I, I admit, I have watched uh, National Lampoon's Vacation and European Vacation. Um, just because those are goofball movies. Mm-hmm. I, I watched uh, Airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched One of the Naked Guns. Yeah, I watched part of Die Hard 3 because I really like that one. Yeah. I'm just watching movies that are giving me laughter and, and joy. Mm-hmm. Now, The Lord of the Rings isn't going to give me much laughter, but it brings me a shit ton of joy to watch it. Yes. Um, it does have a couple laughs, obviously, but, uh, you know, again, it's just... What do you enjoy? So for me, honestly, I probably am not going to sit back and watch many of the Marvel movies. Honestly, mm-hmm. the one that might stand out to me that I might watch is Ragnarok. I loved yeah. Ragnarok because it was just fun. The rest of them are good movies. They're fantastic movies. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I want something very heavy and story-based. Ragnarok is just fun. It's just good fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I probably won't watch many other Marvel movies, though. You know, depending on how long it is, because my daughter doesn't remember some of them, like my younger one, and she's reading New Avengers because I really got her on Bendis. Uh, She's reading a lot of Brian Michael Bendis. Mm -hmm. So we we did some of it. I might go back and watch those, and I bet it will be really fun to watch it with her too because those are the ones that will bring me joy too. But, yeah, right now it's that I'm watching a lot that I liked when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, the like you mentioned, the music, you know, I have I have a playlist on I just on my Google Home that I'll throw up. It's just hey you know Google play '90s rock or '90s uh, pop or whatever you know, and it'll just play that. I want I said that out loud and I was like oh shit my Google Home is right over there. I hope it's not going to start playing music. It's not. It didn't hear me. <laughs> All of a sudden it's going to start playing uh, Rex and FX. Yeah, it's like oh I don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, you know I I find that. You're right. It's it's about that comfort time. And it's about that time that that you can just kind of I don't want to say forget that all this is happening, but you're introducing your kids to what it was like when you were closer to their age and they're seeing these things that really brought you joy 
They're mm-hmm. seeing them for the first time and hearing them for the first time. And so it's almost like experiencing it again for the first time yourself. Yeah. And do they like all of them? No. No. But, you know, when they do, it's something that I just really love doing. It's, you know, it reminds me when I was young, I'd watch Good, Bad, and the Ugly with my dad. I would watch West Side Story, which I actually watch with the girls. Um, you know, we'd watch stuff like that. I watched all of the 80s and 90s action movies with my dad. You know, that was the thing that we do because my older sister didn't want to watch them. My yeah. mom hates action movies. So, you know, from about like eight, my dad started taking me to the theater just because he wanted a movie going, buddy. Right. I still love those. You know, I will see any bad, cheesy action movie there is. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any action movies, good or bad. I mean, just give me a crappy action movie and I'll watch it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I would, I've thought about, and I don't actually own them, so I thought about finding them. Popping in the old ninety, like the 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 old Batman's, you know, starting with Keaton and all them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you can stop after Keaton too. Uh, yeah, I don't know Clooney Batman's. You know, gotta watch Clooney. No, um, you could skip all the way forward probably to Chris Nolan's Batman's at that. Uh-huh. There's not much in between. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I'm also enjoying watching. I, unlike you, I have actually watched a couple of new things as well. Um, yeah, I mean, like I've watched a few, but it, most of the time, it's been stuff I like. Well, and me, it's things that I've gone out on a ledge for. So I came across one on Hulu that I thought was going to be just kind of, honestly, I thought it was going to be kind of um, trash movie, you know, um, and it was called um, what was it called? The man who killed Bigfoot or Hitler and then Bigfoot. Yeah, I was like, this movie has got to be total and complete garbage, and I'm in for a movie that is just, frankly, um, garbage. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it stars Sam Elliott. But as I watched it, I was blown away with it actually being a good movie. And so I've, you know. I've taken a chance on a couple things like that. Has it always panned out? No, but that one did, and I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. And I was like, "Wow, that was that was worth my time." You know, so I'm I'm enjoying that. Um, I'm also using this time in a way to to cut the things that don't bring me the joy. You know, I was watching. Um, well, I can't even remember what I was watching. Some TV show, and I was like, "I'm watching this because." You know, I think it's it should be good, but it's really not good. And then I finally just cut it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this. You got a shorter this. leash now with them? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm even, I, I've, I've started to rewatch Scrubs because Scrubs mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, again, that comes down to the comfort zone of when I started watching it. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> for me, it's. It's just finding those things that can I, I can escape from for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, this is not certainly our normal episode. So if you tuned in thinking you were going to laugh, we're sorry. I could tell a joke, but you won't laugh at it anyway. So What do the clouds wear when it rains? I don't know what. Thunderpants. Oh, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, you know, just it's it was just time to talk about this. But yeah, definitely follow me on Letterboxd if you just want to see some the stuff I'm doing. Try to do it with your kids, with your loved one, whoever you're in there with, you know. Take a negative and turn it a little bit into a positive. Yeah, and you know, for Ryan it's 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 movies, for me it's games. Mm-hmm. If you ever I mean if you want to see what kind of games that I'm playing, jump onto boardgamegeek.com. And you can look at my collection. I've got my collection up there. Almost all of my board games are listed up there. It's SPQR2001. Look me up. You'll see all 200 and something board games I own. And you can get an idea for what do you want to play. You know? Um, It's worth it. There are actually... And if you think you can't play board games during this time, there's a a website. uh, I think it's Board Game Arena or something like that. Where there's board games out there that you can play for free with people, so stay social during this. Stay, mm-hmm. don't isolate yourself. Can. You know, you stay social. Find find the things that make you fun that that make your life fun. Cut the things out that don't. Just just cut it out. It's not worth it. You yeah, know? and if it's you know you need to take a break from watching the news, going on Twitter, whatever, is take a break. Yeah. Do something to, you know, let you off with something else. Yeah, and that's kind of why I like getting back to these podcasts too. It's it's a way for you and I to interact, but it's also, you know what, for what, thirty seven minutes now, I haven't been looking at the news and news flashes haven't been popping up and I haven't been checking my email and you know, I'm disconnected from the world for thirty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, that, that's one of the rules. Like, we don't have our phone when we're watching a movie either. Yeah, that's a good rule. We used to have a rule mm-hmm. with board games where it was, you take your phone, everybody at the table, put it in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. You know? And when I was a little bit younger, the rule was for D&D, if you put your phone, you put your phone in the middle of the table, the first one to touch it uh, has to buy pizza for the next session. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a little incentive to disconnect as well. So, you know... It's tempting in some ways during a quarantine like this when you're kind of more isolated. It is tempting to to be on social media more, to be on Reddit, to be on whatever more. But take the time to connect with people that matter. Don't just reach out and scream into the abyss. Purge your friends list on Facebook, right? Get rid of the people who you look at and you're like, oh, God, I can't stand this guy's post anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. send those emails to people that you haven't talked to for a while reconnect if you've got somebody's phone number and you're like you know what I haven't talked to him or her in two three years text them reconnect now's the time to do it you know now's the time Um, because you just never know especially during this time who could use a friendly hello from somebody they maybe haven't talked to for a while, you know. You just don't know when looking at at their phone and seeing a text message from you is going to make their day. Yeah, exactly. So just do it. You know, now's the time. But um, that's my soapbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just you know, enjoy yourself. Get through these, however long you're going to be in quarantine. You know, just try to take some time. Enjoy what you can in it. You know, it's stressful for everybody. It's scary. You know, it's a disruption to all of us. 
But, you know, just try to find those small joys by whatever makes you happy. Playing an instrument, singing a song, listening to music, going on walks, you know, whatever it might be. Hell, you can combine it. Go on a walk and sing at the same time. Yeah. Who cares if neighbors are watching? I've seen all sorts of videos that people are posting on YouTube or whatever of them just going out on their balcony in an apartment complex with a guitar and singing for everybody who can hear. You know? Mm-hmm. Just, who cares? Do it. Now's the time. Have some fun. Um, you just don't know who's going to enjoy it. So, uh, we promise that the next one will be more upbeat. Does that make sense? But I, I think you're right. This one needed, we needed to talk about this because for anybody who is struggling with trying to find that enjoyment, I'm hoping that listening to this will give you some ideas. Finding our My Board Game Geek and Ryan's Letterboxd, um, listening to the things that, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't need to try something new. Maybe I can go back and watch these movies that I liked in the early 2000s. You know, whatever brings you joy right now, just find it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was a little bit heavier, but also hopefully we can help some people out. Exactly. So um, have a good week. You know, stay safe. Yeah. Do what you want. And I'm Ryan. I'm Steve, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.